Hello, it's Kelvin here. Just wanted to introduce this compilation of some of our favourite topics from the podcast. Obviously, if you want to hear the full episodes, they're all available on iTunes, on Spotify and on YouTube. Just search Radio Face Comedy. But enough of these dry formalities. Let's move on to the first topic. So, Chris, what is that first topic? <coughs> and now we have <laughs> the most interesting thing that Chris has done this week. Now I can't help but feel that this is going to be a bit of a downer on that lovely little sting But recently, um, yes it is sad, don't worry uh, My great uncle died Oh my okay. god uh, no, He was 96, it wasn't a tragedy It was sad, but it wasn't a tragedy I think this is a bit more appropriate he wasn't a king. No, but I feel like this is kind of pays tribute to him a bit more than that one I just played. You play the Mario one. <laughs> you, think, you look at this one. That's probably a bit disrespectful, actually. <laughs> I'm going to take is that, that back. more appropriate? No, thing? it's not more appropriate. Okay, Bless him. No. Anyway, my, my great-uncle Ron, uh, he was 96 and he, and he died. And my family have, have been caught up in the arranging of the funeral and things like that. It's not simply a case of, you know, you just sort something out overnight. It's you know, Can I just... I'm just going to stop for one moment. Um, am I expected to make jokes through this section or am I meant to be sitting here solemnly thinking, what the hell is he talking about this for? Because at the moment, I'm leaning towards the latter, but I'm more than willing to try the former if you think that will help. We've already we've already played the Mario thing. I think that's you probably really, the okay. amount of laughs we're going to get out of that's that, fine. that initial section. Anyway, um, yeah, so it got me thinking about the, the, my funeral arrangements. I mean, it's obviously a very serious business death, but I'd quite like a bit of fun to be had. But people say that. People say, oh, when I die, I, won't, I don't want to have a sad funeral. I want to have a party, right? Yeah. I want to have a party. Everyone, you know, everyone celebrates. I don't. I don't want people to celebrate my death. No, because if anything, you'd just be a really pissed off ghost at the back going, I'm fucking dead! Mourn more! Yeah, exactly. I want people to mourn me. I want people to suffer. You want I people want to write to look down. I want to look down from heaven and see that people are fucking miserable without me. You know, and I don't want to move on. You know, people say that. People say that. They say to their partners, I want you to move on. I want you to find someone else if I die before you. You know, I want you to move on. I want you to be happy. No, again, I don't want that. I want them to be permanently reminded that I was the most important person in their life. And they will never recapture that with another person. In fact, I actually would quite happily have a person who visited my other half every single day, dressed in black and with a big picture of me, which they held up and they told them how wonderful I was. They reminded my loved ones, look at this face. Do you remember how happy he made you? Do you remember how happy you were when he was here? You will never be that happy again. You will never be that happy again. And slap them. <laughs> what about oh? What about this? What about a video link to my corpse so that the people who I leave behind can constantly check on me to make sure that I am definitely dead? Yes. So that throughout the day they can look up at the video feed, they can check that my corpse is there and it definitely is decaying. There's definitely no, it's not moved, it's not changed position, it's not you know clawing at the coffin, it's not screaming. So long, and they just keep checking it and make sure, yep, no, he is definitely dead. It's been three weeks and he hasn't moved. I reckon he's dead. And then say, like, say three years later, they can say, right, he's definitely dead. I'll unplug it. Would, well, you wouldn't want them to unplug it. You'd want them to check constantly. I would. That's the thing. What happens if at three years... Like a rat well, breaks in or something. Thing. That's the problem, isn't it? Because I wouldn't. I'd be so worried that at three years, they'd unplug it and moments later, I'd go, oh, oh my God. Oh, I was, what, oh. what poison did I take? <laughs> 
did I take? What poison did I take that put me into this trance? Oh, Romeo! <laughs> <laughs> There we are. Yeah, there we Excellent. Are. What about? Uh, here's a question to you. You can die. What if? What about if you can die, but you can live for as long as you want? But the only way you can continue to live is by doing something of terrible, like a vampire, like vampires, how they have to drink blood, right? Children's blood. So you drink children's blood. That example. Well, not use children's blood because the obvious answer to that is no. But let's just take an art. Let's say you can drink. <laughs> You could drink, let's say, a cat's blood. If you drink cat's blood... Does the cat have to be alive? No, it can be... Well, it won't be alive after you've got his blood. No, that's what I'm saying. So if your cat didn't have to be alive, I'd probably just live in a vet. Okay, so you and live every in time, a vet. Every time you become a, a vet was... and every time you have to put down a cat... Just say, it's painless for it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> He's going. He's going to a better place. You might want to look. You might want to look away. <laughs> <laughs> with a still full injection just oh squirt, my wall, that... squirt the injection on the wall there oh it my god what a thought <laughs> yeah yes okay so that's... I would struggle if it was a live cat I own cats no it's a, da- it it's a be... dead cat although admittedly roadkill probably... roadkill road road can, can, I... can eat okay so you have to drink the blood of roadkill and then you do that and then you get to live for another you get to live for another 10 years every time you do that Every time I drink one bit of roadkill, yeah, I live right? for another ten years. Yeah, fuck yeah. Would you do that? But you can still. I don't want to risk it. I can't risk not dying. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to die, but I don't want to not die either. Unless there was, a, I mean, I wouldn't mind if you said to me, you you have like uh, you have a button which you press and you it will you will drop dead. Right. Or you know you press a button and you'll explode. And it's over. Let's say something more painless than exploding. No. Let's, you know, you go to sleep. You go to sleep. You go to sleep, and that's it. You go, you die. That's yeah. fine. I'd be up for that. That's fine. I'd choose to live as long as I. You choose to. You'd rather choose when you're going to die, than have it. Yeah, of course. I wouldn't want to live for a million years. And on on day three of that arrangement, I'm, you know, I'm crushed by an elephant, <laughs> and I spend the next, you know, the next million <laughs> years of my life yeah. with a big elephant's foot in my chest <laughs> screaming screaming for mercy it would be absolutely it would be uh, abominable no, no never not in a million I can okay. never ever understand why people want to live forever alright here's a question be awful seeing as you're an immortal <laughs> literally the planet is dead all life all human life all vegetation everything every bacteria every single thing and I would have to just sit on this desolate wasteland Waiting for the sun to explode in the hope that that killed me. Because imagine, imagine if the sun exploded and a wave of energy blasted across the galaxy, and afterwards it was just me floating through space, going, "Why am I still alive? Why am I still alive?" Sure. <clears throat> How would you cope in prison? And would you go on the run if presented with an opportunity? That's a good. That's that's a good. That's a good question. So I think I would be pretty bloody cool in prison. 
Really? So you yeah. would want to stay in there as long as you could? Oh, no, no, I don't mean that. I mean, they would love me. <laughs> Why? Oh, I'd be so cool. It's like, you know, you know Morgan Freeman's character in The Shawshank Redemption? Right, okay, yes. I'm that kind of person. You're the one that everyone would want to be, you, everyone would want to be around you. Yeah. You, would you be? But you realise the only the only reason that he was popular was because he was always selling them. He's shit. a fixer. He was, he was a, a fixer. fixer. He was a fixer. He used to get all of the th- you know the cigarettes and uh, all these sort of things, the posters for people to hide holes behind. No, well, I suppose I'd be more that kind of character. Yeah. Do you think when you go into prison, you have to fit into one of their character roles? I know yeah. how you, you can either be the the psycho, the crime lord who kind of rules the the prison from within. You can be the prison bitch. You can be the hard nosed guard. I don't know. I don't they allow prisoners to be... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the role they play in the streets. No. I think they're, they're employed you know, you by the prison service. I, see. I don't think they're just prisoners dressed up. Okay. I know how you'd cope in prison. You would go in, you would find the biggest, burliest, tattooed man there, and you would become his wife. <laughs> <laughs> you would be the hole behind the poster. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no, let's not go down that way. Um, no, um, but actually, that's another thing. Because if you're going for a really... Because obviously, how you're treated in prison also depends on what crime you've done. It affects how people react to you. So if you're a gangster, people treat you with respect. If you go in there and, you know, you're a child abuser, they, they will beat the absolute shit of you. They'll treat you appallingly. So with that in mind, if I ever did think, oh, shit, I'm going to prison for what I've just done... I would immediately commit a very, very serious criminal act so that I'm going to be in prison, but at least I'm going to be in for prison so, for something that they'll respect me to for. To get this so, straight. So I go in for a burglary, right? I commit a burglary, no, and then knowing that I'm going into prison, I would do a really big murder. Right. I would kill, like, five people really quickly before the police caught me, and then I think, well, it doesn't matter, because when I go into prison, I'm going to be saying, oh, there's that guy who committed one burglary and five murders. Would it not be easier not to do the burglary? But then you're just being arrested for five murders. Well, do you know the burglary's been done. I've been arrested. I've been arrested for... It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, 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 drunk and disorderly. I've been drunk and disorderly, right? So you're talking what? I was, I was a, having, a night in, a night in the <laughs> night cells. In prison, a night in the cells. So, I so would, and, 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 while the police were chasing me down the street, I would kill five bystanders <laughs> so, having so a I could go into prison, prison for drunk and disorderly and five murders. And then everyone would say, um, oh, there's that fucking psycho. First of all, he gets drunk and then he kills fucking five people. The guy's a psycho. So the you, guy's a nutter. You're going to kill five people so that your one night in prison isn't too uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because they'll show me more respect that way. Not on the news. <laughs> no, not on the news. Or in But in life. prison, and the prison's where I'm going to be spending the rest but of my life. Might, if you just... No, not if I've killed five people. Stop killing them. <laughs> Stop killing them. Stop at none. I'm sick of police telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> so you wake up tomorrow and you get up and you go to work right you go to work if you say oh, I'll just text Chris and tell him about a funny thing that happened today in work so you write the text out and you go to your contacts you scroll down there's no crease mob in your contacts I must have deleted the number by mistake never mind I'll catch him on Skype later right just then, you glance over to your wall at this, where there's pictures of, of you and me, you know, out on nights out, you and me beaming and stuff like that. But 
you notice that in every picture, which are exactly as you remember them, mm. there's a picture of you, and there was a picture of previously me, with you, with just another random friend, okay? Just a okay. random friend. And each one doing the same pose as me, but a completely different friend. Right. Right? Okay. What would you do? Well, I mean, I'd assume I'd gone mad. Really? Just from that? Well, what? I mean, what? There's not really any other explanation, is there? If I believe that you... If, if I suddenly discover that you don't exist... Well, hang on. We haven't got to that yet. Well, that is basically what you're asking me. It is, it but is, there's going to so, be more, more exposition. Right. What if you found that there was proof that I existed? A photo in a thing that they couldn't have found. It was like it was stuck to the bottom of one of your cabinets. Well, ultimately, what could I do? Let's say I do find a photograph. Let's say I do find a photograph of you... What do I do with that information? I can't go to anyone because everybody else denies it and is clearly telling me otherwise. What can I do with that information? Nothing is. I can do fuck all is the answer. Fuck all. That's my answer. I can Should do nothing. Should leave me? Well, what, could, what do you mean leave you where? I don't know where you are. I have no address. I have no details. I have you no... You investigate. Investigate? What am I? Fucking Sherlock Holmes? What do you mean investigate? I'm not a detective, Chris. I'm willing to say, you know what? I'm not happy about Chris being kidnapped and possibly tortured. What? But, I, but I'm not willing to become a monster in order to save him. What from if a other friend monsters? came up to you, a mutual friend of ours came up to you and went, literally, like really quietly, they gave you a hug and they saw it under your nose, they gave you a hug in the street and went, hey, Calvin, why are you? And as they're hugging you, they whisper in your ear, I have information about Chris. And give me an address. That's now meet me. Yeah, in Glasgow in two days. Well, no, I, I was just about to say. I mean, I have to say I, the only situation in which I would try and save you in that. I mean, uh, beyond like the basic, a bit of basic investigation, is if somebody did give me an address. Somebody came up to me in the street, and as they walked past, they said, "You know, fourteen Crompton Road, Macclesfield," and that was it. And then they were gone. Right. And then, and, and I went I am to that address. You check fourteen Compton yeah. And I go to that address, and you know, I would try. I might try and break you out. I might try and break you out. But I mean, even then, I probably. If you wouldn't. went there, and there was I a guard on the door with a gun. Oh no, no. Fuck, You'd leave me. Fuck you. No. Honestly, I'd leave you. No, I'd leave you in that case. What about if even a sleeping? If could, uh, there's a sleeping even, guard on the door with a even, gun. Even if I could a sleeping hear, guard. Even if I could hear screaming coming from inside and I can hear you in absolute agony inside and there's a sleeping guard on the door with a gun no I wouldn't risk it you just go and I don't go back shot. and eat some rice krispies I don't want to be shot Chris I want to help you but I don't want to risk my life in doing that if there was no guard on the door the door was open it wasn't and locked, I was just sat there it was, <laughs> and you were just sat there saying so, thank god you found me I was lost I was <laughs> I'm a bit lost Kelvin you weren't even tied to a chair I would quite happily tell you to get a move on I would quite happily go in you know what are the level of you? people guarding me that you would actually take on um one guard one guard if armed there was to the one teeth. guard if I looked through a window there was one guard and he was asleep and the gun was on the floor in front of him and I thought I could get there before he got to it I might try and say right, you grab the gun and he gets up and he says I can't let you take him and starts walking towards you I would I might shoot him. Or really? I'd like shoot him in the leg. I, no, I wouldn't, I'd, well, I'd like to think I'd shoot him in the leg or something rather than killing him. But yeah, I'd like to. I'd, I'd probably have to. You'd shoot a man in the leg for me. Well, I'd have to, really. Because, well, no, I'd save myself. I'm saving myself. Oh, you'd run out then. I'm no, still saving the, the leg. Gun, you'd shoot the, the guy in the leg, then you'd run no, out. I'd pick up the and gun. leave me there. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, I tried. <laughs> no, but 
I would, I would, sh- I would be, I would be willing to shoot him to save myself. It wouldn't be trying to save you. You're, you're obsessed with the idea that I should be trying to prioritise saving you. But my first priority is myself, and my second is you. So if I can save you without harming me, fine. But if it risks me in a significant way, no. No. Thanks, Kelf. Uh, right. Uh, well, Kelvin, now it's time for a special topic. Uh, it's Special time for uh, Chris's thought-provoking thought of the week. Should you be eating meat? Uh, I mean, that's one of those... In I mean, this I, day and age? In this day and age, I don't know, probably probably not. I mean, actually, I'll tell you my honest answer to that. I do eat meat... But I recognise that it's hypocritical because I can recognise that it's a bit mean. It's a bit mean, isn't it? Bit mean. Pushing cows into threshing Haven't machines. Haven't we moved beyond eating meat? Sluice gates. Shotguns. They use shotguns to kill animals. No. No. no it's got lead shot How in it. How do they kill it? animals? I haven't really ever looked into it. They, I don't really want to know. The it's majority of them. Um, Any vegetarian listening to this will be going, you should know this! Yeah. Why don't I know exactly, this? Yeah. The majority of them are. This is why! This is why they all eat meat because I don't know! They basically just stun them with electricity and they strap them up by their legs and slit their throat and let them bleed onto the floor. Don't they bolt, don't they bolt gun through their head or something? Certain things do. It's oh, a bit mean, isn't it, really? Should we be? Should you be eating meat, Kelvin? Well, should I mean, you? I mean, the answer to the question is probably not. But the honest answer is, I'm going to keep eating meat because what I'm a hypocrite. To... Because I love meat and all of my eating pleasures, all of the pleasures I derive from eating, are, are almost all of them are derived from meat. Okay. So this is my vote. So no, I'm a hypocrite. Okay. I am a hypocrite, and I recognise that. I want this to be on the record. I am not somebody who, who tries to justify the fact. Like, I don't, I don't try and justify it. Well, I suppose I do, because I, I, I like the food. But that, and that's, that should, in theory, be a terrible reason to do it. Yes. But I'm honest about it, I suppose. <laughs> that's my point. I'm honest yes. about it. At least You're I'm like saying, a polite least, serial killer. At least I am. I'm a polite serial killer. I'm a guy who holds <laughs> up his hand and says, look, I'm not saying I should kill these people. Yeah. But the fact is... I like killing prostitutes. And as you were stabbing them, you'd be. I'm terribly I'm so, sorry about so this. I'm so sorry about it. I'm so sorry. sorry. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying I, I, I'm not saying it's right, but you are acknowledging you know, that's my that position. I'm acknowledging that what I'm doing is wrong. That's my point. Yeah. That's the point. Well, which makes me better than a hypocrite. Things? Which makes me better than a person who says I think that it's perfectly reasonable. Animals are stupid creatures, and so I can do whatever the bloody hell I like to them. I'm not saying that. You know, I didn't dismiss it. No. <laughs> I did a dismissive voice for them because I want them to seem worse than me. If I use my normal voice for them, they would seem on a par with me. Yes. That's how I justify it to myself. I say, you know what? I'm eating meat. I'm doing a terrible thing, but I know it's a terrible thing. You know it's And I do thing. it because I lo- it's one of the few pleasures I get in life. In many ways, meat. you're a realist. Don't it- judge me. <laughs> okay, so next topic. <clears throat> with an unlimited budget, what surgery would you have? Say that again. <laughs> with, with an unlimited budget, what surgery would you have? Uh, what sort of body would you go for? Would you go for sort of the very skinny, wafy sort of model-like thing? Sort of ripped or sort of like... What about like, half a woman? What about being half, half a, a woman, woman and half a man? So half of your body, you go right down the middle. Right down the middle. So you have a breast Oh, no, on no right. You're not talking like mermaid. No, 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 no. no. I'm, talking talking from, from, I'm talking from the, the top of your head... To the to your thorax. To thorax. You know, you so you would have you would have half of your face is a woman's face. Sure. A woman's ear, half of a woman's nose, a little dainty one nose, earring. 
And then you would Beautiful have a, curve a, a, of your, of your, a, a swell a, of your breast. A, 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 a one breast, sure. one uh, perfect breast. Mm-hmm. Um, then my normal, my normal hideous male body on the other mm. side, and then penis. Penis is cut clean in half, cleft, cleft in half, clean down the middle. So I have half a penis. Sure. And. How would that work? And, and I suppose half a fanny, if I'm honest. I How would that work, though? Well, now, that's the only bit. I'm not sure if that would be quite as pleasurable as I first thought. That no, actually, let's, let's rethink that. Oh, what about this? What about this? And then, d- uh, down at the crucial area, the crucial area, you would have a lady's vagina, mm. but, like, a penis would come out of it. Like, like, the, alien. like the alien's mouth, like the alien's second mouth. <sighs> You know? Well, yeah. no, it wouldn't have teeth, but I mean, it would, and, and the penis would come out of that, so it would be like, you know, like you, you've got both. You've got, you've got like the. It'd be like a lovely both. surprise. It'd be like a. You it'd know, be like a wonderful surprise. Whoop. Yes, that'd be right. It would be like it would be perfect for bisexuals. Oh, for pornography would be amazing with it, wouldn't it? Mm. Because you could have you scissoring somebody. But then there would be something popping out and, and going into them as well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, God, yeah. that's kind of... Yeah. Thing, yeah, so that's what I would have. I yeah. would, And then I would uh, then I would have a, a, a lady's leg on one side and, uh, and a nice little dainty, the trouble little dainty foot. The trouble is and, you... then, uh, and then on the other side, my big hairy leg and a, and a hoof. But you'd be, have to be careful because you'd have to make sure that your leg was slightly shorter on your lady's side so you could wear heels. So you'd have to have a slightly shorter leg. Yes. Soft about... top, people like people like um, soft tops, don't they? You know, uh, convertibles. Oh, so your hair would go yeah, back. Your hair would go back on a your hot day. Your hair would go back. So you're completely bald. You're completely... <laughs> then, it? Just tucks it, yeah. tucks it in the back of your head. As you get cold, moves back, moves back. Same with the beard as well. The beard just again. into your ears yes. and then comes out your ears. Well, that's a really good idea. There you are. Okay. The next topic is local news. Uh, some boys aged eight and nine were filmed basically wrestling in a cage uh, in a labour club in Preston, right? They were doing MMA fighting, mixed martial art fighting. And basically, it's the things you see grown, tattooed, burly men, not like your eye, Kelvin, no. men's men fighting one another. Well, these two are like eight and nine-year-olds and they've been filmed and like this... There's a bit where one's on top of the other trying to strangle it and sort of, you know, punching people. And the, the, the people who've done it are arguing that it's sport. You know, oh, it's young people engaging in sport. But it's not really, is it? It's just making an eight and a nine-year-old fight. Are people betting on it? They probably are. I, I, mean, I don't know, but I bet they are. If people place a bet on it, it's sport. Whether it's a good sport, it's a sport. Sure. Well, now, okay. Is it? Okay, we're going to analyse this. Let me analyse this, then. Let's just take as a given that this is a bad thing. Yes. Right? Children, Children fighting one another. made to fight each other. A bad, a bad thing. thing. Right? Yes. A bad thing. But I do just want to pick you up on the fact that you queried it was a sport. Because are you going to say, is boxing a sport? Yes. Is MMA fighting a sport? Yes. How does the fact that it's a child not make it a sport? Now, before you answer, I want you to remember that I have already acknowledged it is wrong. It is a bad thing. So my question to you is not whether it's acceptable. It isn't because it's a bad thing. Yeah. But what I want you to just acknowledge is that it is a sport, but it's an evil sport. It's a bad sport. It is a sport, though, isn't it? Because people are being made to fight. There's a winner at the end. There's a loser at the end. People sure. are fighting. Probably some bets are being placed on sure. it. It's a sport, but it's an evil sport. It's a bad sport. Sure. But that doesn't okay. mean you call it a sport. So, so we're going to go through things. We're going to go through things. And you're going to tell me the sports. So, we're going to go through things. All right, fine. Gladiator fighting. 
Gladiator fight is a sport, but beating. it's a bad sport. It's a bad thing. Beating. It's a bad thing. It's an evil sport, but it it's is a sport. a sport. Beating Christians to lions. No. Um, now here's no, an interesting thing. it's not really here's a sport because there's no competitive thing. element The to Christians that. are armed. Sport. They're not armed. Not sport. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure that... So, so a, a man on a chariot in ancient Rome <laughs> yes. racing a, a, a dwarf <laughs> who has a goat leading his chariot. And they're, and they're having a chariot race in the Circus Maximus. Yes. Sport? Uh, no, it's a bit... Uh, well, it's, I mean, but that's slightly prejudiced against dwarfs, but okay. Well, a, a, goat, a goat probably couldn't pull a grown man, is my issue. Okay, fine. Child. A fine. child. Child. A child on a, on a chariot. <laughs> yeah. Being pulled by a goat. No, I don't think that's... Well, I mean, it is sport, ultimately, I suppose, yeah. It's not a very good sport. It's a bit of an unfair one-sided sport. And it's a bad sport because it's about killing children. Snake charming. Not a sport. No sport. No competitive element. No, it's not. No, no, not a sport. You can just risk. No, it's no sport. No sport. Not a sport. It's an entertainment. Okay. Is drinking games, are they a sport? Mm, no, no. Competitive? No. No? I can't say I understand my rules, but they, no. they definitely exist. Okay. Would it make you feel better if I said that the gentleman who'd organised it mm. described it as, um, I would liken it to a game of chess. It's about outsmarting your opponent. Now, that spoilt it for me, because I don't think chess is a sport. Well, it's a game. Chess oh, is a game. a game. A game, and I don't think that... So now, if he's saying it's like a game of chess, that means it's not a sport. It's not a sport. It's not a sport. And it's I'm a game. Major, I feel that's undermined everything I said before about them. Do you agree with him that two eight-year-olds pummeling the shit out of each other is, is very similar to chess? How tactical is the fight? Well... <laughs> I would imagine it's just messy. Two kids hitting each other. Yeah, two kids hitting each other. With their fists. Yeah. No, that's not that. It's nothing like chess. That's not. It's not. No. It's, it's two children hitting each other. It's like a boxing match. Are two babies two fighting? Is that a sport? Yeah, of course it is a sport. Two babies fighting to the death. You, you, are, you attach... are you not right? Listen right. to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. No, because. Two babies are equally matched. Tick. It, it, there's a competitive element. Tick. They are fighting for the entertainment of other people. Tick. Right. It is a sport. It's not a good sport. It's a bad sport. It's a bad chess thing. chess is a sport, then. No, chess is not. Chess is not. It's a, it's a game. But then there's Because there's people, a board. There's no, because no, equal... one of the rules with games, one of my other rules, which I haven't mentioned, is that because there's a board with that. You have a board. Right. Anything which involves a board is not, sure. a, not a sport. It's a game. Sure. Table tennis? That's table kind tennis. Of a board. No, it's not a, no, you know that's not true. It's a table. By the very by the naming of the game, you sure. should know that that's a lie. It's snooker a sport. You're cheating. It's snooker, snooker a sport. It's a table. It's a snooker table. How, you sure. know, come on, man. Listen. So any game that's played on a table is a sport. Is a sport. Is a sport. So if there was a chessboard the size a game, of a table. Even if it's called a game. Even if you say let's have a game of snooker. It's not a game. That's, that is itself semantically inaccurate. It's a sport. It's a sport. It's a, it's a competitive game on a table. That's not a game. So there's two kids standing on either side of a road throwing stones at one another. Yeah. And an adult walks past, yeah. looks at them, and is amused. A wry smile passes his lips. <laughs> sport. 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 So didn't it, it's you... not a sport, that, though, is it? Well, it is. Because that's it's a game. It's competitive. Coach. The two people are evenly matched. It's not played on a board. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay? It's for somebody's amusement. But there's no... Now, let me think about this. Why is that a game? Because that's a game to me. That's... I think that's a game, but there's no... you're right, there's no board. It's a game of football, though. It's a game... No, but that's a sport. 
But it's a game of football. No, but that, again, bad semantics. Two kids throwing stones at each other across a street. Across a street. Yeah. No, that's not, that's neither, that's neither, that's not a game and it's not a sport. But there's no competitive element. No, no. Oh, oh, yeah, I've got so, you. I've got you. There's no competitive element. That's why it's that's why it's not a sport. Well, of course it is. They're both no trying to hit each element. other. No, no, no. That's not the same. Not unless it was a score. If it was a score, if they had a scoring system, or they were trying to get them in into, like, into a net or something. So another sport. a third child is sport. chalking up on the thing. How sport, many times people have done it? It's a sport. sport. The second they have somebody counting up the points, sport. But if they don't, and there's no competitive element. They're just throwing stones at each other. That's just sure. that's just two vandals. Sure. That's two vandals. So it's so chess vandals. has no real competitive element to it. No, there's really. a board, so that's a game. I actually really enjoyed that one. That was the most fun I've ever had. There we go. Uh, Next topic. Okay, uh, right, I'm going to do one of my hypotheticals. Okay, I come to you Mm -hmm. tomorrow and say, Kelvin, you need to help me. And you say, why, Chris? What's happened? I say, Kelvin... Is that I've, what I'm like? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I say, I say, Kelvin, I've I've killed someone. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You've killed someone? I've killed someone. How have you killed them? That's the key to this. Okay. The All key right. okay. part of this question okay. is, how have you killed them? Accidentally. You've accidentally I, 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 killed Accidentally. Um, I was driving along. Uh, a wasp... Got into my car right. and started buzzing around. And got near, into your eye. Near my eye. So right near my eye, buzzing right. around near my eye. Right. And I was going, ah, ah. And I, I obviously I've swatted it away. I look up, there's a person you in the swerve, middle. You swerve. The car misses a, a, a woman walking along the road. Yeah, yeah. But the wasp that I've swatted goes into her eye, into, into her, her brain. Because <laughs> okay. right, it's travelling at the yes. speed of the car plus yeah. my swatting. Yes. <laughs> like, a, like a missile from a jet okay, engine. yeah. Like a missile fired from a yeah. fighter jet, and literally like a like a shot from a rifle. Yeah. Her head flicks back. She collapses to the floor, dead. Okay. So, and I say, you need to help me. I've killed someone. I've killed someone. Um, well, I mean, I suppose my first. I mean, well, realistically, in that circumstance, I'd probably tell you to go to the police because it was an accident. It's not your You're not going to believe that I threw a wasp in her eye. <laughs> I think you're exactly right. They wouldn't believe that you've thrown a wasp in the right. There is almost no chance, unless you're... Are, you, are your fingerprints on the wasp? Yes. They dusted the wasp. <laughs> they dusted the wasp for and fingerprints. And it's got it covered and in my fingerprints. It's <laughs> and it's on CCTV. And the way I've swerved, yeah. it looks like, almost like a drive-by. Yes. Because as, as, as I've been driving along, <laughs> this lady's walking on the side of the road. I, I swerve towards her. Yes. At the last second, veer off, open the window. Yes. Boom. Straight out. Like Right, okay. Okay. A joint, like a right, okay, it's quite an ingenious okay. way of killing somebody. Yeah. Um, and I suppose really, batting a wasp into a woman's eye is probably as close as, <laughs> closest to a situation where I might help you as any. I suppose no. I mean, I honestly think. I mean, I don't. It depends. It's not a good. No. It's not a road you want to go down right. because once you start burying bodies, and you start okay. or you start melting them in the bath. That okay. is a that yeah, is a bad true. road to go down. Okay. Right. So this time I come to you yes. and I say, you're going to have to help me. I've been doing this for a while now and I'm not proud of it. And I open my bedroom door and there's ten bodies in there. Right. All in various states of, of decomposition. <laughs> right. All with so that, wasps uh, crawling around yeah. behind their glassy eyes. Yes. Right. Okay. I mean, I've killed, I've killed ten people. 
And so I keep their hands. I can tell you now, right? I couldn't. I, that is a good point because I can tell you now, I couldn't be a serial killer for one very specific reason. I well, couldn't hope it's for more than hide. One well, <laughs> which is that I couldn't hide in weight of my victims, like yeah. in a bush or yeah, something yeah. like that, like in a park or wherever. I understand. I couldn't hide without thinking, you know, this is a really good hiding place for murderers. And I could be murdered. Just picture or, the post. Or if it was like a really good place for, for serial killers to pick on their victims, yeah. you could have a situation where I was hiding and suddenly a serial killer would run out of his hiding place and he would kill me. And then suddenly another serial killer would run on and kill that serial killer. Oh my God. And at that moment, another serial killer would run out and he, he would kill so that one. So there'd be a serial serial killer. It would be a, it would m- be a, murder. <laughs> it would be a serial serial killer murder. A, that the, would be amazing, a serial serial killer murder. And then the sun would rise the next morning and there would just be a pile of steaming, bodies steaming. with still serial killers running on left and right, stabbing each other. One would run on straight into the arms of the other, stab, ah! and then the next one running on, stab just building and building until hundreds and hundreds of bodies and then more than that hundreds of thousands of bodies thousands of bodies building up in a pile a mound an enormous hill of bodies foul and festering then months pass months of building and building and building until half of Britain is empty devoid of people because all of them have been lurching out of the shadows and the dark to murder the other person years pass and countries people are coming in on boats planes people are falling out of planes they're jumping out with parachutes shoots knives ready they'd be swimming across the channel knives in their teeth guns in their hand the whole world devoid of life nothing a holocaust a holocaust of serial killers until nothing was left apart from a single solitary serial killer who would kill the last person and he would stand up and he would say what have i done what have i done and he would shoot himself So, um, yeah, leading on from the last question. How unpleasant would I have to become for us to stop being friends? Oh, that is a good question. How unpleasant, how extreme my views would have to get. I've got one for you, right? So, right, so, I am already a very irritating person. Correct. Right? I'm already very irritating. So how much more irritating would I have to get before you stopped being friends with me? What, okay, so what's the thing? Anyway, what yeah, if, you were, if you were... You see, I always think it's kind of brave of those people, like, you know, street performers, when they sort of mock someone's walk. You know, they oh, have these people things, that, yeah. they sort of go behind somebody doing yeah. a silly walk. And I think that's kind of like schoolyard bullying, but people are paying you at the end of it. So it's yeah. kind of like rewarding bullying. I'm not paying them at the end of it. That's just horrible doing that. Well, yeah. mind you, is, is it though, or is it... It's only, it's only taking the piss if they've got a funny walk. Well, yeah, but I often think, like, caricaturists... Pick out your most ridiculous features. Yeah, but don't pay for a caricature them. if you don't want to be caricatured. You no, know but I'm what I mean? saying, yeah, Come but I'm on. saying, but we pay them. It's funny, isn't it? Because we pay them to make our most horrible features, like our big nose or our massive cheeks or whatever. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll take those and they'll elaborate them to show people. Yes, you do have a stupid big nose and funny cheeks. <laughs> if I wonder how sort of conscious caricaturists are, if somebody comes to them with an, and I mean, like a ridiculous sized nose. Do they make it a little bit smaller? Do you know? Do they sort of go? You know, what point does it become 
unpleasant. If someone comes with like wonky eyes, yeah, yeah. do they paint that? That's a good point. Do you know what I mean? So like, if you actually had, is somebody who was really that's true? Oh my god, that'd would be they, awful. Would you paint them with a hair? You're a caricaturist. Somebody comes to you with a real obvious deformity. Huge you draw mole. attention Massive to it. Massive mole. Do you draw Growth. attention to Growth it? Growth on the side oh of their face. Oh my god, that must be the that must be the caricaturist's nightmare. It must be. If you're like the elephant man and you sit yeah. down in front of the elephant man. Draw me, please. Which is a really handsome man. <laughs> with like, with like, this, you know, like slightly... the, same, the same hat that you were wearing, but a very yeah, handsome man. That's right. Do you know what I mean? But, but he's riding a skateboard. Yeah. 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 I don't that's know true. what you I've never thought about. That's a really no. good point. Uh, next topic. Next topic is Chris Persuade. I don't think there is a sting for this, but by all means, look. I will look. Um... Uh, basically, Kelvin, in this section, I am going to try and persuade you to watch something that I am enjoying on either uh, television or the internet or something like that. And this week, I have chosen One Born Every Minute. Which is? It's a programme about a maternity unit. Mm-hmm. And it follows expectant parents from them sort of coming in to give birth through to the actual giving birth process. And it has their stories and things. Mm-hmm. But... It's... What's the appeal of it, though? I mean, I, I mean. Well, I think it's, it's just, just. To, I mean, full disclosure, you're having a kid, aren't you? I am you're, indeed. You're, you're, you're I am. I am due one in are, December. Are due, and if, there's, if there was one thing I could have watched beforehand to put me off it, yeah. it was one born every minute. I yeah. should have watched it earlier. So is that why you're watching it? Because you're curious about? Well, I am, but I probably would have watched it anyway because I find the whole thing sort of terrifyingly fascinating. And, yeah. and the thing is, though, I, I mean, I have got to the age now at 31 where. All of my friends on Facebook, or anyone that I went to school with, all of them are having babies, right? I have seen so many people holding disgusting, shriveled, little, misshapen blobs in their arms and saying, you know, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. No! 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 What is wrong with people? No. Again, that's a classic example of people People have to say that because they can't be honest. They can't I say what everybody thinks, be. which is that your baby is disgusting. It is a disgusting, shriveled little creature. I think babies are ugly. Especially in the very first few first few days. The first few like days, weeks of a baby, they are repulsive to look at. I'm telling you now, Chris, when you have that baby, don't you dare, don't you dare dare ask me to look at your baby in the first few weeks because I will be physically sick on it if I have to. Babies look like the mummified remains of an ancient Sumerian. They are disgusting. A septic old woman. That's what it's like. It's like the calloused elbow of an old woman three weeks dead, not yet discovered. Do you know what I mean? That's what babies look like. And I hate the fact that nobody's honest about it. And do you know what, right? If I ever had a baby and I had a little ugly baby, which is basically all babies, if I ever had a normal baby, which is de facto ugly, and someone came up to me, my mother came up to me and said, oh, what a beautiful baby. Oh, he's beautiful. He's beautiful. I would then I would then start distrusting her about everything relating to the baby. Because if she can't even be honest about the most obvious and most apparent fact, which is that the baby is a disgusting thing to look at, then... I don't trust them in anything. I don't. I wouldn't trust her to look after the baby. I wouldn't trust her to to, to get offer me advice on what what how mm. you should look after the baby or, mm. or what you know or any of this. I would not trust somebody who told me that my baby was a cute baby. I wouldn't trust them with anything relating to that baby. The only person that I would trust 
with my baby and whose opinions I would value is the person who comes up to me and says, that is an ugly baby. I want to, I want to just You're say You want the midwife that. to I do that. Like you want the midwife. Yeah, I wouldn't trust a midwife. I wouldn't trust a midwife that saw my baby and said, you should be very proud. He's a, what a handsome young baby. I would only trust the, 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 the advice of a midwife who said, here's your ugly baby. Like all the rest, like all the yes. rest I've delivered. Yes, he is as hideous as all the rest. <laughs> like all babies, yeah. he looks he looks the same as all other babies. Do you want me to lock him away for the first three months <laughs> until he grows into something right. resembling a human? Yeah. <laughs> that's right, Chris. That's what that's, that's what they should say. Yes. that's so true. And I want to say I'm not a sociopath. I'm not saying you should kill all babies. No, no. I'm not saying I don't like babies. I don't like babies. Babies are boring. Babies, that's the other thing. Babies are boring, boring things. They are so boring. People say, oh, my baby had a personality. My baby had a personality. (laughs) But I'm telling you, your baby does not have a personality. Your baby is the personality of a whining, whinging, precocious arsehole who feels that the world revolves around it. That is the personality of your baby. So you then? Yeah, me. Yeah, your your baby has a personality of me, and that is not a personality you want to be holding up and sort of saying, you know, pay tribute to my baby's personality. <laughs> I think you came across out of that well-rounded. <laughs> I think I came out of that very well. Yeah, I think I? yeah. Yeah, I will. Um, it's all right. I don't want kids, really. So no. I, and uh, by the way, you know when you said you don't want to see it for the first three weeks. Believe me, I'm going to want to boost its immune system <laughs> before I bring it anywhere near this festering cesspool. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Next topic. So my question to you is right. You are imprisoned in a room by militants. Right. How do you escape? Uh. You're going to have to give me more details about... Okay, so what are my surroundings? You're in, you're you need in, to describe it to me because I, sure. I can't tell you how I would escape you're because in, every room is different in, and every situation is different. You're in Stockport and you've got a guard. No, the guard's outside. I think He's I've, not got a gun. He's not got a gun. There's just an interrogator in the room. Right? right. He keeps walking up to you and asking you about this thing you know nothing about. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you pig, you lion, slapping you around. Right. You must tell us. And after working your own for a little bit, he says, do you want a drink? And you say, yeah, coffee, please. And he brings you in. <laughs> coffee? And he brings you in. He brings you in a this? piping hot coffee right. in a mug and puts it next to you. I like that I have the audacity to ask for coffee in that circumstance. He says, do you want a coffee? What sort of a terrorist offers you He's a making, coffee? They're, they're making, all right, all right. We've just brought a new cappuccino tea. machine. <laughs> do you want Western, to, new Western without... decadent dog. <laughs> Do you want it with a lot of froth or just a thin layer? Would you like chocolate shavings? <laughs> so no, genuinely, so he brings you in, right? Uh, all right, so it's tea. All right, they're having a, they're having a. Let's, let's okay. Let's give them a, a nationality. Right. It's a group of Welsh nationalists, okay. And they, uh, and they're, they're, so they're working up. They're doing good cop, bad cop, right? So he's like, "Tell me, tell me, well, bloody tell me, boy!" And you're like, "I don't know." And then, and he comes back and goes, oh, "You want a cup of tea? And he's pan there, do you?" And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah I'll, have a, I'll have a cup of tea, please. Yeah. And he brings you in a cup of tea, and he puts it down in front of you. So you've got a piping hot cup of tea in front of you. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. 
Am I meant to be... Gra- am I, I feel like this is like... Um, I'm setting you up a scenario. I know you are. You're setting up a scenario. And I feel like the kid in Nightmare. You know the old TV show Nightmare where they had to oh. wear the helmet on them? <laughs> I feel like that because I feel really stupid here. Because I feel like you're giving me lots of clues of what I should do. And I don't know, Chris. You've I no idea. I genuinely... So you're I'm in, like, a, well, you're in a room with an unarmed man with a piping hot right. cup of I was coffee. I say, obviously... And you've no yeah, idea what to do. Well, no, you're going to drink it and go, Oh, if only I knew... If only I knew how to escape... <laughs> oh, this is lovely. Oh, I might blow on this. <laughs> this is burning me. Oh, 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 oh that's burning my there. tongue. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, I mean, all right. So fine. So all right. I throw the tea on the guard. I right. throw it in his face. In his face. So he's walking back towards you. You pick up his together and then, argh, right in his face. And grab his gun. Right. Uh, okay. He's got a gun. All right. So you grab a gun. Okay. That's it's cool. It's side. It's cool. side. It's side arm. You've got, got a side, side arm. arm yeah. I'm with you. Right. So you grab his side arm. Yeah. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. Would you shoot him? He's going. Ah! No. Ah! My bloody face. I love it. Wait. Wait. That's the only thing I bloody had. Oh my god. What's my wife gonna see? Yeah. Okay. And, well. Okay. So. So I. Wait. No. Wait. So I'm giving you that fucking tea. I had a freezing cold water to give you! <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> okay, so I would. I would. Um, I would. I, I, Alright, fine. So I would take. You've got his, his gun! Own, it's his only gun? It's his only gun! I would take it. I'd put the He's gun screaming. into the back of it. I'd stick it into the back of it. I'd say, Go outside! You don't want to mess with me! I'm a psycho! Would you like My me? family! They're all being killed! I killed my own family! Here's an I'm idea. glad you brought me here, because it gives me an excuse to kill some bastards! <laughs> I almost tried to ring a cup of coffee there. <laughs> you thought you were going to throw in my face! <laughs> oh my fucking face! <laughs> right. So yeah, that's how I'd escape. That's uh, fantastic. Hello? Hello. Hello. Hello there. This is... Uh, you can hear him, yes? Can hear him, yes? Uh, just about, yeah. This is Kittens, everybody. This is Kittens. How are you, Kittens? Okay, aliens. What, aliens. what have you done with yourself? Aliens. Okay, aliens. That's an acceptable topic. Aliens. What Do you believe in aliens? No, I'm a rational human being. Of course I don't believe in aliens. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So, what do you believe in? Do you believe in anything? What? You're asking me what do I believe in? Well, not I don't mean kind of in the great spiritual sense, but I mean in the sense of do you believe in, I don't know, goblins, ghouls? Uh... Yes, I, I do believe in goblins, but I don't believe in aliens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't believe that there's any kind of, you know, some sort of little cells, some sort of little bacterium on some planet or some rock, some distant no, rock? No, that, that can't happen, but goblins do exist, yes. Right, okay, fine. No, I can't, I can't blame you for that. Uh, well, I'm 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 sorry to hear about that. I'm sorry that. Uh, what do you think? What's... Why are you sorry to hear about that? Well, I'm sorry to hear that you've got such a vast universe out there, and that you have no no hope whatsoever that there could be life out there. Although I tend well, to agree what's with you. What's the but... problem? No, not really. I have to say I probably agree with you if I'm honest. I have hope for planet Earth with all the goblins we are yet to discover. What do you think? You know, we discover new species every single day. And do you know how many new goblin species we discover every single day? No, go on. Please tell me. Big fat zero. Big fat zero? Zero percent of species discovered on this planet Earth are goblins. I'm not... And yet, we all know, we all know that this planet is infested with goblins. What do you think goblins would be like if, they, if we did discover one? What form um, would a goblin well, I take? Think they would look a lot like, uh, you know, have you ever seen the TV show uh, Star Trek? 
Star Trek. Yes, we have seen that, I'm sure. Yes. There's a character on that who has uh, large, round, <clears throat> pointed ears. Right, yes. And his name is uh, Dr. Spock. <laughs> right, yes. Yes, I don't know if I'll describe as his round ears. <laughs> I would argue but, he had just pointy ears. He had ordinary but pointy but ears. Rounded at the base. Well, so but that's the same of everybody. I have rounded ears, and I'm not an alien. That doesn't mean anything. I, I'm not saying. I'm just trying to describe his ears. Yes, but you wouldn't describe the thing that was mundane about them, i.e., the fact that they are round like a normal person's ears. You would focus on the point. That's the part that's unusual. I, well, I was trying to build up to if, you, if people were to describe ears. Captain Spock in three words I honestly do not believe that rounded ears would be two of them rounded base <laughs> you never would mention that part yeah, well, that's, that's you would say thing. pointy eared logic monster if people were describing hobbits they'd say they had hairy feet they wouldn't say they had feet with a heel <laughs> and exactly arches yes. and toes that also happened to have hair yes Yield feet with hair. <laughs> so let's just go back a bit here. You're saying that you think goblins, you think goblins are like Spock. Oh yes, let's get back to the goblins. Yes, you think goblins are like Spock. Well, I think they kind of look like Spock. They're kind of, uh, do you know Dr. Spock from the TV show Star Trek? Yes, I do. He's this uh, big, uh, he's like he's a not- What's your descriptions of Mr. Spock are fucking atrocious? Yeah, again, of all the things you could use to describe <laughs> Dr. Spock, you wouldn't say he was big because he was the size of a normal man. He wasn't well, no, big. But compared to a goblin, he's a gigantic pink goblin. So, but, but then so am I. I mean, by You're that a gigantic same, pink goblin. no, but by the same by the same standards. If we're just comparing everything against goblins, I am a giant goblin. So I'm, so, so, but, but I'm not the same as Doctor Spock because he was an alien with pointy ears. Could you win a fight? Do you think you could even? You know, how would you win a fight? If you uh, had, let's say you're, you're walking along around a park and a huge guy's behind you and he's sort of... So the situation up. you actually described. So you're, uh, so I'm walking along. Uh, I'd probably grab his arm. Okay. Can I do that? I don't know if he's got a knife. I mean, I sometimes think if somebody's got a knife, in some ways the best thing is to maybe let them stab you once, take the initial yes, you're stabbing. Right, you're right. No, that wait, is, let me hear me through. that's official let advice, hear actually. Me through. From, let me, uh, let hear most me through. martial arts will say the best thing to do is let if them stab you, you a little cornered, bit. If you are cornered yes. and somebody's got a knife, I would guess it is better to be stabbed once, knowingly, and a controlled stabbing. So you are, you are, <laughs> you direct their arm so they stab it into your side. laboratory conditions. But knowing you're going to be stabbed so that the second the blade is in you, you are going for their eyes, for their, sure. for whatever. And I'm coming at such you. a thing I come as at a controlled you. stabbing. It's a controlled stabbing if you know they're going to stab you and you know that they're going to go for your throat or your, you know, an, t- an organ or something. sacrifice something. I might go, I might put my hat through my hand. No, I want my hands. I might try and do it, like, I might put my leg or my thigh in the way, something like that, but then that fucks your leg. I think maybe the side, so maybe... You're in then, I don't know, an internal you, organ, you, though. Basically, yeah. basically, you would buffer their, their razor sharp A buttock? A buttock. You would bend over in front of a man... <laughs> I'm just saying in a dark alley, my first port of call no, would be to bend over and uh, uh, allow him to stab me in the buttock. <laughs> I wouldn't want the knife entering me. Right. So I would do everything I could. I think a calf would be alright. 
No, because I think you so, can. I think I, and I could demonstrate if you want. But if I got onto the floor, I reckon I could get you away from me without. I'm not happening. kidding. We're going to do it now. Right, okay. Right. 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 Uh, okay. What right. we're going to do? Right. Wait. We're just moving some space in my room. Yeah. I don't know if he's going right. to be picked up by the microphone, but we're going to try it. This is right. Okay. Right. We've so cleared a bit of space so in the room. I'm going to attempt to. to I've got you. a knife. I'm an right. assailant. I'm stand here. So you run towards me, right? Now, the, my first port of call. Right. So the first port of call is try and kick you away, right? So. Right. So I come at you. Right. Come try stab me. Ow! Right. Look. That really did hurt. Right. Okay. Um. It is entirely possible that I can't get near to Chris because he's just kicking me. Um, this right, is very bad okay. radio. We're gonna, I'm going to do one more thing. We're going to try one more okay, thing. Here we you go. will be the one with the knife. I'll be the stabber. Okay. Right. <sighs> right, so this is your plan to do a controlled stab. Right, we're going to do, do it in slow motion. I'll show you what okay. I'm going to do. Right, so okay. come at me. <laughs> You stabbed me there! In the heart! <laughs> for, the, for the benefit of the people that are listening, right. I just stabbed him in the heart! <laughs> was that your control? Was that was, was your control? Oh did this. I. Anyway, did I. Did I, actually, I know what you did there. Did you Did you get it so it went It went perfectly in between the two atriums of your heart, so it just sort of basically went straight through your heart? <clears throat> yeah? It's quite a bit of fun, that. That's quite a bit of fun, wasn't it? People in the chat room have um, suggested topics then. Uh, we asked earlier for some topics and there are, there are some topics coming up now, including yoghurt. I think yoghurt's disgusting. I think it's absolutely... That's a very controversial opinion. Is that really controversial? I can't think of anyone else who, did, who, uh, who so vehemently hates yoghurt. It's disgusting. I think it is disgusting. Like cottage cheese. Are you genuinely thinking that's a controversial opinion? What more controversial than like? No, no, I agree. In Not as controversial scheme, as that. In for the grand example. scheme of of other other. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that there's. I'm yeah, saying it, more food, or less controversial than that. Less, it's less controversial than that. But I would say it's more controversial than saying I don't like ham. More controversial I than ham, that. I find ham disgusting. No, that's way more controversial no. than yogurt. Yogurt's are disgusting. Is a is a is a blanket statement first yes. of all, and it's there's there's venom in that. It's not. I don't like yogurts. I find yogurts unpleasant. Yeah, yogurts are disgusting. They are. That's what it's saying. Pedophiles are disgusting. Pedophiles are disgusting. Which is a popular opinion. <laughs> No, I'm not saying it's equivalent. I'm saying that. That it's, but you're adding the same level of sort of anger and and and, and aggression to <laughs> well, it. Are disgusting. They're disgusting. It's absolutely. They make disgusting. me physically sick. Do they? If if I gave you a piece okay, of haggard, yeah. rotting meat with maggots squirming all over it, yeah. and opened a fresh yogurt in front of you, yeah, and I went, which one of these is disgusting? Are well, you I telling would, me I would, you no, point at both of them? No, I say both of them. No, you wouldn't. I might choose to eat the yogurt over the disgusting rotten what dog, would you do? but right. I would still so say, you, right. I still, I'm you... only doing this under duress. I'm only doing I'm this because I you... had to. I am giving you a list of things that are, you want to tell me whether they're more or less disgusting than yogurt. Fine. Okay, paedophiles. 
Yogurt is potentially more disgusting than a paedophile because a paedophile can possibly be explained by psychological. Whereas a yogurt responsible for its own. Well, no, but, it, but, but, but no, but the it's sentient yogurt dis- is, is completely. That doesn't take away from the fact that a yogurt is downright disgusting. Whereas a paedophile is is his actions are terrible, are, are, are appalling. Yeah, right. okay, but, yeah. the, but, but, but arguably, I don't know the psychology okay, of paedophilia, no, but presumably there is there is a psychological You're right. issue You're right. there. It was a, it was a poor argument by me. So yogurt more disgusting than paedophiles. Yes. Right, incest. Yeah. Uh, depends on the quality of the partner. If you had a, a, a very unattractive brother or sister and you found them sexually exciting, that would be more disgusting than yogurt. But if you had a very, very attractive brother or sister and you found something about them slightly alluring, sure, I think that would be less disgusting than yogurt. So just so we're clear, if I, if I put... A very attractive sister of yours in yes. front of you. Yes. In lingerie. Yes. And I put a yogurt and opened it up. Yes. And went juice. I would choose to have sex with my attractive sister rather, rather than eat a yogurt. yogurt. Rather than eat a yogurt. I'm yes. prepared to admit you are. You do feel that was a qualified that answer. A, you can that you find yogurt disgusting. I'm being sincere. I absolutely. I, I find them repulsive. Them? They are bitter. They are often lumpy. They are. They are. <laughs> They are just, they are repulsive. They are absolutely repulsive. I'm sorry. Next. Um, I can't, I can't find a bit of paper. Where are we? Um, oh, this is good. Right. This is, um, this is another one by Birdie. Right. First crushes. I don't actually know who my very first crush was. Chitara from Thundercats. <laughs> Really? I'm not kidding you. So you were a lecturer even when you were a child? I think it was a symbolism. Because if you remember, she had a very short she did. pole. She had a pole. And when she wrapped her hands around it, it grew it... in length. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have to say, it's sad, but genuinely probably one of my first ones was, was a cartoon character. It was Ariel from The Little Mermaid. The bit, because she gets naked, doesn't she? She stri- she, I've she, never she... seen The Little Mermaid. Are you kidding me? No, I had an argument with somebody the about... The evil sea witch, Ursula... Yes. Who is a, an octopus, an half octo- octopus. Half octopus, half purple pat butcher. <laughs> and she... she <laughs> and she... She made a deal with, with the little mermaid that in exchange for her voice, she would turn Ariel into, into a, a human. Into a human, and yes. Ariel, uh, uh... Ariel's... Previously unattractive fishtail transformed into the naked legs of a young woman. And I emphasise I was a child when I thought this. <laughs> and to my young mind, that was like, oh my goodness, there is a naked lady with legs. Does she have Which bum? is a point Yeah, well, you do. I mean, you don't like... She doesn't have a funny. <laughs> she doesn't like... You know, it's not it's like, like she, a she, over they it. haven't animated a funny or whatever. <laughs> They have animated uh, that she, but she was like, yeah, she was, she had, you know, well, she, had to, she, she was naked, naked, but it was in, it was in profile and it was uh, like a silhouette, but with just oh. enough to tease my young developing sexuality. Oh, yes. True. What about real humans rather than real humans? Fictional? I can't, th- I, I don't know. Did, can you, did you have any particularly interesting crushes? I'm just trying to think. I mean, I, there was, there was a teacher when I was in school. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, isn't she pretty? Uh, but then I didn't. I probably wasn't fully aware of why. Well, you're I not she when was, you're younger, yeah. are you? You're not aware when you're younger of 
of sexuality. Well, yeah, that's true. the thing. You're well, not yeah. aware. You're not. You're genuinely not aware. No. Of it. In fact, a lot of the time, you kind of think you like a person. I probably you, thought you, you know, like the person a lot, but you don't know why. You yeah, can't. That's true. Or you just kind I of want to be a friend. You just want to be a friend. I want to be a friend. Yeah, I want to be a friend. Oh, and you don't really even understand sexuality. I can. I can remember when I was when I was a kid. Mm. Me and my brother used to share a bath. Right. And <laughs> I need to clarify the story quickly. I know. Now, when I was younger, me and my brother used to share a bath. And I and I would have been, I don't know, I don't know how old I would have been, say yeah. six, maybe yeah. six, seven. And even at that young age, I was getting erections. Yeah. Right? Well, I was probably just starting to get Yeah, erections. of course, yeah. And I used to lie on my back in the bath. Oh, God. And he used to use my erect penis as if it was a... Like the lever that guided a boat, and the idea was that he would use my penis like the like the joystick. He used, <laughs> he used my. <laughs> he, he used to use my penis, my erect penis, as if it was like the joystick of a boat. And we would lie in the bath, and I would kind of go up and down the sides of the bath, while he would manipulate my my, my cock. And pretend that I was, you know, we were soaring down a, a beautiful, sunny oh, river. God. And that's what we used to do. We used to do that. And I would just lie there quite How happy. How the fuck have we got from first questions to your brother wanking you off in a bar? Well, he didn't wank me off. I mean, it's very important to say. He never wanked me off. There was no... Because you don't control a boat by, by rhythmically pounding on, a, on the gear stick, do you? What you do is you just roughly manipulate it. <laughs> Up, down, left, right, and that guides the boat where you want it to go. Oh, and that's what he did. So there we are. Oh, please ring the bell. Yes. Please. Oh. He won't be forgiving me for that story. Oh. If he ever hears that. <laughs> if he ever hears oh. I told that um, story. I, um, yeah. Oh, God, I'm actually crying. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I can't decide whether I'll cut that or not. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, God. Right. Well, the end is upon us. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to Crease. And obviously, thanks to our guests, both Paddy and Kittens. As always, you can hear the full podcast episodes on iTunes, on Spotify and on YouTube. Just search for Radio Face Comedy. You can also follow us on the usual places. We are Radio Face Comedy on Twitter, Facebook and again on YouTube. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, bye-bye. Alright, let's turn the tables. Right. Very quickly. You've got the serious illness. You've yes. got wobbly bone syndrome. I have wobbly bone syndrome. And you want me to stab you to death. Right. right. Okay. Stab your heart once into your heart. A single blow yeah. to the heart. And as I approach you and say, you ready, Kelv? Yes. And you go, yeah. And I'll go, it's been an honour, mate. And you go, thank you, Chris. Likewise, you. it's been an honour. Right. And then, just as I'm sticking the blade in, I go, I've wanted to do this for fucking ages. <laughs> <you know." laughs> and then... <laughs> 